Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. So glad to have you today as we are in Philippians chapter 3. Now, I want to set this up for you by uh, asking you what it would be like, just to think about it for a second, what would it be like if the moment you became a Christian, you became completely mature? I mean, just just imagine if in that moment you became uh, a Christian, you trusted in Jesus, in his death and resurrection, and then instantaneously you had the uh, the mind that thought perfectly about the way God made the world. You had the heart that loved others perfectly, that, that didn't slip into selfishness and have to deal with greed and lust and anger and pride and, and laziness. Just imagine for a moment what that would be like. And, and, and then I, I also want you to think about some of the more mature believers that you know. Some of these uh, these saints that have been living, following Christ for so long. I want you to think about what it's like to uh, to live like they do, to live with that level of maturity. Now, with that in mind, I want us to realize that the Christian faith, that Christian maturity, it is not instantaneous, but rather it is, it is uh, incremental. It is little by little. It is day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, decade by decade. And that's true for you. That's true for the most mature believer that you know. That, that's even true for guys like the Apostle Paul. See, Philippians is, uh, is one of Paul's uh, more biographical letters. And he shows some of his heart in his heart about his own spiritual growth and the way he is maturing. And with that said, I want you to turn with me to Philippians chapter 3. And look at where we're going to be today. Verses 12 through 15. Here's what the text says. The Apostle Paul speaking about himself and his own desire to grow. His own desire for maturity. His own desire to know Christ in the power of his resurrection. Here's what he says. He says, not that I have already obtained this or that I am already perfect. He says, guys, I have not arrived. He says, yeah, I'm the apostle Paul planting churches, writing letters. The, the, the spirit of God ends up, uh, it's revealed that the spirit inspires him to write those letters authoritatively as the word of God. What a guy, what a resume. But he says, I'm not already perfect. He says, but I press on to make it my own, to make this Christian life, this mature life, this, this uh, obtaining the resurrection, this, this consummation of my faith. I, 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 I press on to make it my own. Why? Because Christ Jesus has made me his own. The Apostle Paul recognizes he's not earning something. He's, he's looking for that day when he, he handles what's been given to him in its entirety. Jesus, through his death and resurrection, has made me his own. Verse 13, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies be, lies ahead. He says, I forget what lies behind. I forget my sin. I forget those places where I have messed up. I forget my life before Christ when I was, when I was just so uh, obstinate in my rebellion. Maybe that's you, and you struggle with remembering all the things that you've done before you you trusted in Christ. Just put that in the past. I think the Paul, the Apostle Paul would also say, "I forget what lies behind. I forget the victories. 
I forget those moments when I led someone to Christ or those moments when I was part of an incredible event that that God used in a powerful way. I I forget those worship moments where I felt like I was touching heaven. Not that I, you know, put them out of my memory like they're meaningless, but, but I don't hang my uh my jacket on the events of the past i don't i don't look at the past like the good old days when i did so much good and you know the the future is not really a big deal no no i I forget what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead he says i am future oriented he says i press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus Here's what he does. He says, I press forward. I press toward the goal. The goal, which is the prize, which is the upward call of God in Christ, which is this, this, ultimately it's expressed and it's received as the resurrected body. But in the meantime, he's pressing on for Christ likeness. He's pressing toward maturity. He recognizes that it's not instantaneous, but it's incremental. It's little by little, day by day, week by week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. And then verse 15, he says, Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if any of you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. He says, you know what the mature person thinks like? The mature person thinks like, well, like the person who recognizes they still have room to grow. The immature person, the person that thinks otherwise, is the person that thinks they've made it. That says, you know what, spiritually speaking, I I can stop growing. I, I've read through the Bible. I mean, I've read through it once, or you know, I've, I've I've been going to church for a long time. I I clearly I've arrived. Look at all these things I've done in my past. Clearly I've made it. No. The moment you think that way is the moment you turn in any kind of maturity card you think you hold on to. The moment you think you have arrived is the moment you stop growing. The Christian life never stops growing. The Christian life always presses on. The Christian life is always straining forward toward the the upward call, the prize, which is the, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is the ancient way for our modern day. This is you and I confirming in our hearts and minds this commitment to never stop growing. You know, I commend you. You're listening to this or you're watching this. There's something in you that desires to grow. Listen, grab onto that and press forward in that. Maybe right now it's the daily devotions and the Bible reading and, and that's it for you. Great. Maybe the next time the church offers a, a seminar or a class to, to work through a book of the Bible or to learn to study the Bible better, great. Maybe it's time for you to step into a life group, into a small group. Maybe it's time for you to start leading one of those small groups. What it might, what it m- might look like for you, it might look different for someone else. But here's the point. You are called to a next step kind of faith. Today's one step. Tomorrow is a step. A year from now, there's going to be next steps. And a a decade from now, even longer, you will always be taking the next step. See, the ancient way for our modern day is not a faith that is stagnant, that is stuck, and that thinks that it has arrived. No, the ancient way for our modern day is a faith that is constantly pressing forward, constantly growing, knowing that this side of heaven, we have never made it. And so instead of saying, it's good enough, we press forward 
for the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus Jesus.